Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode 53, Your Journey. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can find me on my website at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E, or you can listen to me wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Happy Friday, and once again, thank you for joining me for this podcast. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic where I needed some time to myself, and in that time, I decided to take some of my journalism skills and my skills as a therapist and create this podcast, hoping to influence, encourage, give optimistic thoughts, and ways that you can improve your lifestyle through coping skills, leisure skills, socialization skills, anything that you feel that you might need to work on. So this podcast is here mostly to discuss mental health issues, but also ways how the average everyday person can just enhance their lives dealing with anxiety, frustrations, mild depression, and that's what I'm here for. Today I would like to, before I start this podcast, mention that today is National Suicide Awareness Day. There are a lot of hotlines that you see online, on TV, there's commercials, there's one that talks about whatever it takes to get you talking, reaching out to friends who you feel are struggling. We never really know what people are going through. And if you do see signs in someone, reach out to them. They just may need help. You just may be that lifeline for them. I'd like to give you some information. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255. You can also go to suicidepreventlifeline.org or the crisis text line at H-O-M-E cap letters to 741-741. That's text HOME to 741-741. If you don't feel comfortable enough to pick up a phone, then maybe a text would be more comfortable for you. The National Institute of Mental Health for Suicide Prevention is a website that you can go to if you feel that someone is struggling and you're looking for the signs of possible suicidal ideations. You can go to this website at National Institute of Mental Health for Suicide Prevention to gain some insight and information. There's the Veterans Crisis Line Suicide Prevention at www.veteranscrisisline.net reach out to anyone that you feel is struggling. Maybe they just need to talk and vent, or maybe you become that lifeline. I have been there through personal experience with someone in my life and through many patients that I've worked with who just needed that lifeline, just someone to reach out to them. Okay, so episode 53 is Your Journey. And when I started to write my blog, I usually um, publish my blog a day before I do this podcast, and I had writer's block. I usually know what I'm going to do my podcast four or five days before I start the blog and then publish my podcast. But 
I just had my brain was full of so many things this week and just couldn't focus. Sat down in front of my computer yesterday with writer's block, not knowing what this week's podcast was going to be. Didn't want to skip it. And so I sat there and nothing came. So I decided to put on a candle with the smell of sweet pineapple. I made some pumpkin spice latte for myself. I popped my earbuds in and was listening to the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack and was kind of just taking in the aromas of the candle and the coffee, the music in my ears, and the blue walls. I've mentioned them before, November skies, this blue calming wall in my office. And the environment made a creative juice flow. And the topic came to me. My environment influenced me to relax, to open my mind, to just let the thoughts come in, to kind of uh, de-web all those cobwebs that have been taking up my brain all week, and just gave me a relaxing, peaceful, calming environment to let the creativity flow. Have you? Do you? any of you have that kind of environment in your life? Some of you, I'm sure, do. You have your special place. Um, you'll probably have seen a movies or if you've read biographies or autobiographies about famous photographers or painters or musicians or songwriters or authors who are just the creative type who need their special place. Some of it, some of them tend to call it their muse, that when they're in this place, their muse, their creativity flows. It's almost like a magic pill for them, that they go to this specific environment and it becomes their muse, or they refer to it as their it place. Do you have a muse? Do you have an it place? Now, you don't have to be an artist or a photographer or an author or a musician or a songwriter to need an it place, to need a muse. You don't have to be a creative person. You don't have to want to be a creative person, but yet to still need that it place. It reminds me of one of my favorite TV shows, The Gilmore Girls. I related very heavily to the show because at the time it kind of represented a little bit of my life. And it just became, and anybody who knows, one of my favorite TV shows. So if you have never watched The Gilmore Girls, try it. Maybe binge watch it. Anyways, that's my little plug for that. So in one episode, it's a mother-daughter combo, and the daughter's off to college, and she's at Yale University. And she's going to study outside on the Yale campus, and she goes to what she called her it place, her favorite tree. Well, somebody was sitting under her favorite tree and she became anxious and restless and really didn't even know how to express herself properly to this person that was sitting under her tree, trying to explain to them that this is where she studies the best, where she feels the least distracted, where she can absorb what she's reading. It's her spot. It's her it place. It's her muse. And so lots of people 
not just fictional characters on TV or shows or movies, have their place. For some, it may be a very basic place, like their backyard or a studio that they've presented for themselves. But for others, it's not so easy. Their lives are busy. Their homes are crazy. They may live in a very busy atmosphere that's not really attuned to creative thought process. Now, remember I said you didn't have to be creative. What I mean by a creative thought process is a place where you can just sit, a place where you can meditate, a place where you can just go that slows you down, that gives you that me time. I mean, if you're a college student, it's hard to find that me time. You've got roommates, you're in packed auditoriums for lectures, the campus is always hustling and bustling, but you still need to find that place. Maybe it's Barnes and Noble to go sit at the Starbucks in the Barnes and Noble and have a cup of coffee to get you in that calming space. If you're not a college student, maybe just go read a book there. Maybe just having that environment of a bookstore with a cup of coffee and a snack and reading a book makes you feel more relaxed. It gets you to focus. It's very hard to read a book. It's hard to not get distracted. So that's what I mean by creative. Creative for yourself. What can be that environment for you that you can feel at peace? Moms and parents and single parents are always running around from their jobs, getting up in the morning, taking their kids to school, after work, taking their kids to activities, making dinner. When's it time for you? Now, it may not happen daily, and that's why I want you to find your it spot, a place that you can go to. If you can go to every day, fantastic, but if not, at least a place to go to once a week to help you pull yourself together, to refocus, to regroup, to calm yourself, to clear your thoughts. Sometimes we all have irrational thoughts. We get caught up in things on social media and things that just kind of we let overwhelm our brains. And we all need that place to help us regroup and sometimes think about some things that we've done and realized maybe it wasn't the most productive way to handle something. You see that space helps you clear your brain. It helps you to see things more clearly and peacefully. And so, like I said, when I had that writer's block, it was because I had the cobwebs in my brain of everything that's gone on. But creating an environment for myself that led to my thought process coming up with your journey. So let's focus on your journey right now. If you have that muse or that it spot, fantastic. But that doesn't mean you can't find a new muse or an it spot. It doesn't have to be always just one specific place. I have a few that I go to to help me decompress, to help me focus on my needs and what I need to do to move on 
for the next day and the next week in a calm, decreased anxiety fashion. So this is your journey to find that it place. Now, some places can be very basic. It can be your own backyard. Maybe you have an oasis in your backyard that's right at your fingertips. That's your muse. Maybe it's a specific park bench that you enjoy sitting on. Some people, to get that flow and that decompression, they just love sitting somewhere and watching people. It gets them to defocus from themselves, but they're just people watching. And sometimes when you people watch, it makes you focus on things that you see in your own self that maybe you want to change or work on, or maybe it'll provoke a thought. There's so many ways to find your muse or your it spot, your creative place. Maybe it's, like I said before, going to a Barnes & Noble. Maybe it's your favorite coffee shop, but not just your favorite coffee shop, your favorite seat at that coffee shop. Maybe by that window where you can still see the action outside the store, but yet have the quiet and the peace and the aromas of that coffee shop. Maybe it's sitting on the sand and watching the ocean and listening to the waves. Yes, these are some basic places. Now, depending on where you live, you may have a lot more things at your fingertips. If you live in the mountains, there's many places to go and hike. But not just hike. Find your it place on that hike. That that place that you can always depend on to go to when you're feeling uneasy or anxious or cobwebs in your brain where you know that it can help you declutter. Pull yourself together to refocus, to let go of what you've been holding on. Yes, so you may hike all over the place, but in that hike, find that one place and build into your hike that that can be your break time to focus on yourself. And then you can continue on with your hike. Sometimes we have to drive to go to places to make it a muse or an it place. There's a place here in South Florida. It's very cool. You literally go to this sanded place that is at the edge of the Everglades. And many people go there. It's beautiful at sunset, the colors, the sounds. You can hear airboats in the distance. And many people I know ride their bikes there or drive there and just kind of sit and look at the beauty of the Everglades and watch the sun as it sets and listen to all the sounds by themselves. Do you have a place like that where you live? Take yourself on this journey with me today. Start thinking of in your surroundings, in your town or outside of your town that's not far away that you can go to. I mean, who doesn't want to decompress? Who doesn't want to feel calm and more at peace? Sometimes doing meditation and yoga and taking deep breaths isn't enough. We need that place. 
And as I thought about this, and I've always had my places, but I never really compared it to the artists who always you hear, you know, I need this specific environment to write my novel or to paint my portraits. And I get it now. I get it as someone who does a podcast and a blog who needs that creativity flow and to pull things from my therapy experience and what I see in the world. I get it how you need that space. And my few different spaces, there's about three, I use them for different purposes when I need different things. My office is to create the blog. But then I have other places where I go for me, just me. And I won't share them because they're for me. I went on a journey. I didn't just find these places. I had to try these places out. So that's your journey is to think of what is near and not too far that you can go on a journey and test out those places. It doesn't have to be, I would give yourself at least 30 minutes in that place. If you can do longer, it's great. But I feel 30 minutes gives you that time to, you know, when you first sit down, your energy is going, you just drove or you walked there or rode a bike there. And so your adrenaline's pumping a little bit, your thoughts are going. So by you being there for 30 minutes, it gives you that time to calm down. It gives you that time to focus. And it gives you that time to really think about yourself and your needs for the next week and how you might have changed things that you had done in the past week or that day. Because we all want to improve our life experiences. I mean, that's why you're listening to me today. You're not just listening to me for fun. Because this type of podcast is for you to listen. And you may and will not relate to every podcast that I have. But you'll listen to one that will strike a note with you. And so you're here trying to find answers, trying to improve your life. And maybe just the title, Your Journey drew you in to want to listen to me. We all know that life's a journey, but within the grand scheme of our lifespan, we have smaller journeys, not the kind of journey that you go on a trip, not that journey. I hope you have many of those. I'm a big traveler. But I'm talking about the personal journeys that we go on. We have so many of them in a lifetime. So to take time and streamline and take this journey to find a place that can always be dependable, that you can always count on, that will always be there for you when you need it. Whether it's to be a creative artist or just to decompress, to be alone, to not have people around you interrupting whatever you're doing. It's just you, yourself, and I. And we all need those moments in our lives. Now, if you're stuck right now and saying, I don't even know where to begin. I've tried everything where I live. I don't even know where to start this journey. Then it's time to step out of that box, your comfort zone a little bit, and try something different, something that you haven't done before. You never know. Going on that journey to try something you've never done before 
might just strike that chord for you. I never thought I was somebody who liked crystals and I don't know if I necessarily believe in their power, but I have one right in front of me that's a shape of a heart and it's rose quartz and it's really cold now as I put it in my hands. Well, I would have never known that I liked crystals if I didn't wander into a crystal shop one day. It wasn't anything I'd ever done before, but I figured I'll try something new. And whether they have a certain power or they don't, as it's in my hand, it definitely does something for me. It makes me feel calm. The, the sensation, the smoothness, the coldness. If I didn't take that journey into that crystal shop, and I've been in many since then, I would have never known that finding crystals could be a sense of peace for me, a sense of calm and a sense of creativity for myself. So that was a journey that I took. I had to do something I had never done before. I felt a little uncomfortable because I always thought crystals were for the hippie type, and you know, that's not who I am, and I don't know, all those preconceived notions, but I stepped out of my comfort zone. And now my kids are into crystals, not because I pushed it on them, but because they like the colors, the feel, the... Um, idea behind certain crystals and their meanings. So that was a journey I took. Am I starting to spark any type of ideas? Can you think of anything that you've never done before because you were a little uncomfortable? Have you ever gone to a movie before by yourself? If you've said no, Maybe it's something you should try. I do know that for some people, going to a movie by themselves. Why by themselves? Because they don't have people talking in their ear and interrupting, and it's just them in the quiet, in the cool, comfy chair of a theater, watching something that they've chosen. For some, that's their muse. That's their it spot. Have you ever thought that a theater and watching a movie could be in its spot? Or have you ever gone, you might have not thought that because you've never gone to a movie by yourself. Take a journey, take a risk, because what's the outcome? You finding a healthy place for you. I could go on and on, I mean, of places that you may have never been before, but I don't know where you live, and I don't know your hometown, and I don't know anything about you personally. This is where you have to dig deep for this journey. It's a journey, why? Because it doesn't happen overnight finding ourselves and being attuned to ourselves. It takes some work. It takes some walking through that path and that journey to find that place. And sometimes you may find a place that you've been going to for a long time that just doesn't do it for you anymore. It's time to start your journey again. And that's beautiful, I think, because that probably means that you're evolving and changing and you've gotten everything you needed from that muse and it's time to find a new one and have the excitement of the journey 
and finding that place, finding that grassy spot somewhere that just makes you feel at peace. Maybe it's just a simple little diner that you enjoy sitting at and you can read a book. And when you leave there, you just feel calm. It's your therapy. Let's look at it this way. Your muse, your it spot, it's your therapy. Even if you see a therapist, think of it as your personal therapy, that you're giving that gift to yourself, of finding that place and taking the journey. Because therapy takes work, right? I mean, to grow in a therapy session, you have to do the work. Even if you're on medications to decrease your anxiety or elevate your mood, that only does half the job. The other half is you putting in the work. You've got to work together. It's 50-50. If you think those meds are going to be a miracle pill, they're not because you've got to put the work in. So this journey is you putting the work in to find your muse, to increase your mental health to give you a place that you can depend upon, that won't ever let you down, that will always be there for you. Have you thought of some places that I've been talking? What I'd like you to do right now is pick up your iPhone, your smartphone, whatever you have, and go to your notes. And I want you to write down some places, and they may have been places you've done in the past, that could be your it spot. Go ahead, pick up your smartphone, go to notes, and write down some places that can be your it spot. I don't want you to walk away from this podcast with just the thoughts I gave you. If you write them down, it becomes concrete. I'm a firm believer in writing thoughts down and feelings down, even if you're typing them, because it really processes in our brain. So if you're not only listening to me, but then you're going and writing it down, it kind of instills the idea in you a little more. So go ahead. Put some places that you've been to before that you consider to be your it spot, your relaxation place. But dig deeper. Think of some place that you haven't been before, that you think could be maybe the it spot. But you've never been there because it's not really your kind of place. Try it out. Take the journey. Do the work. I guarantee you, you will only have positive outcomes come from it. You may learn, I hate that place. I'm never going back again. But you went. You tried it. Okay. You keep trying. You keep on that journey, putting one foot in front of the other. So you find your special place and give it a name. I feel like if you give it a name, your own private name that you don't share with anybody, it makes it even more special. It's yours. So by giving it a name, it really makes it feel like it's your place. But don't give it a name until you've made it your it place or those few places that your place. Have you written those things down? Have you identified one, two, three, or four new places that you can try? Remember, once you go there, give it 30 minutes. And if you feel like it kind of worked, but not fully worked, 
give it a few tries. Because if it kind of works, it may, as you go there, become a very comforting place for you. This is all part of that journey, your journey that I'm talking about. It takes the work. You have to take the time. I love when I see people. I'm a big social media person. Obviously, I do a podcast. I do a blog. So I'm a social media person. I love when I see people by themselves taking a selfie saying, in my favorite place, in my special spot. I love it because they're taking time to be by themselves. It's hard to be by yourself. And there are a lot of people who can't do it. So if you're one of those people, now's the time to start. It's very healthy to be able to be by yourself. Now, I don't mean isolative and not with people at all. But I mean it's healthy that you can go and do things by yourself, like sitting in a movie theater by yourself, having a meal out by yourself, just go sitting on a bench somewhere by yourself not needing those companions there. It's very healthy to have that solitary time with yourself. And that's what this journey is about. Your journey is to be able to find that place, to have solitary time with yourself, to get to know you better. We're always changing. We're evolutionary. And we need to find, as we're changing, what makes us tick. In every different age group of your life, you'll, you'll see how you've changed and how you have different needs and different things that you need in your life. And that's why your muse and your it spot may change over time. But that's okay. Because when it was there for you, it was there for you. And it fulfilled a need. I really hope you jotted down some places to take your journey to. And keep jotting them down. Maybe as you are finished with this podcast today and get in your car drive, you might see a place. Hmm, maybe I should try that on my journey. Or maybe a friend tells you, oh, I went to this specific place, whatever. Maybe that's your place. Maybe a museum, an art museum. And walking around it by yourself, just looking at the paintings, becomes a cathartic, relaxing experience for you. The peacefulness of the colors and the artwork and reading the artist's name. But at the same time, decompressing, relaxing, clearing the cobwebs out, and focusing on what your needs are. Take your journey. It's in your hands. I can't help you other than what I give, gave you today is just something that I feel could be a wonderful mental health tool in your toolbox to pull out when you need something to be dependent on that's healthy, that's productive, that works on you and creates a happier and healthier lifestyle for you. No matter who you are and how many people in your life, you must focus on you. I want to thank Shad Music for composing my new music for this podcast that you heard in the beginning, and you'll hear a little bit here at the end. Again, remember, it is National Suicide Awareness Day. Please reach out to anybody that you feel is struggling. Remember, whatever gets you talking, like that commercial that I see all the time, sometimes that's all it takes is to get someone talking.
So I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-D. Check me out on my website. Read my blogs. I've got a few on there. And until next week, my friends, ciao. And I can't forget, go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Go on your journey today.